Welcome to the Peacock and Gamble podcast. That was, of course, Bette Midler and Wind Beneath Your Wings. It's just coming up to 35 minutes past 10, and this is the Peacock and Gamble podcast. Oh, and who's this coming through the door from the toilet? Oh. My old pal, Ed Gamble. I've been waiting for about three hours for us to start. He's just coming through now. I've just been doing the sound check and I'm back announcing Bette Midler <laughs> for the beginning of the podcast. Right. Uh, this is Ray Peacock here, live in your ears, and this I'm now joined by... Uh, Ed Gamble, live nice, in your ears. Nice to see you, Ed Gamble. Thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, uh, welcome to the studio. Thank you very much. So, what have you been up to, me old mate? I've just been having a piss. Having a piss in the toilet? Yes. Lovely. Um, and uh, what sort of things have you been doing professionally? Um, piss. You've done a professional piss? Nice. I've done a professional piss. Very, very nice indeed. Well, yeah. it's nice to see you in the studio, um, as always. Please. We always enjoy when you come in. Do you see it or not? Yeah, you don't have to start recording it, definitely. <laughs> we always recall when you come in. Uh, we always enjoy when you come into the, uh, to the old PC studios. The PC studios? Podcast I've, studios. I've got to put my phone on turn this, the settings off you just do that I'll, I'll, we'll all wait we'll all wait now no but the listener started listening to the podcast no this is, can't be the beginning of it the listener has put the podcast on is listening to it they can hear all that background noise that's because you flush the toilet yeah And but, it's because I assumed you wouldn't be starting it's finished now I, I assumed you wouldn't be starting when I was in the toilet having a wait well I had to back announce Bette Midler no I? because I don't imagine Bette Midler is actually on the recording so people are going to start listening to this and it's just going to be you going that was Bette Midler they're going to throw that's, their iPod in the toilet that's pretty much what happened there yeah <laughs> although weirdly that wasn't Bette Midler that was the Tiger Lilies yeah wasn't it with the with the famous song Gouge Gouge My Eyes Out Gouge, Gouge, Gouge My, my Eyes, eyes out. out yeah that's yeah. The, our theme song there if you ever want to go and get that on iTunes or whatever or wherever they sell it it's on the album Spit Bucket yeah have a go with that and listen to that so the time now is coming up to 22.36 we've been going for uh, about a minute and a half <laughs> So, coming up on the show today, lots of very, very good Why treats. are you doing this be... like a radio show? Because I think we should be on the radio now. But you want to do, like, quite a cheesy commercial radio show. Any, anything, really. Right, okay. I just think we've got more chance of doing it if we do it like this. Uh, okay. All right, we'll just join in with it. Right. Coming up on tonight's show, we've got a little bit of chat from, uh, from a local man whose trousers are too big. Right, that's something we could do. Yeah. And, and we've got our chart that we all do. The chart, do. the top ten. Happy shopper, super duper top ten. <laughs> Let's just keep dinner podcast. Right, okay. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It'd be brilliant, anyway, if we did our um, radio show. Why? If we did do one, because we've already got sections ready for it. Like this one, our regular section that happens every week. Oh. Ray reads out the ingredient of some food. Right. And then and puts in a rogue one. A rogue ingredient, which and is petrol. And the listener has to, might be petrol. Yeah. And the listener has to work out which is the rogue ingredient and maybe win a prize. Yeah. This week, it's going to be Sainsbury's Coconut. <laughs> Succulent and sweet. <laughs> right. Uh, and here, I'm now going to read out the ingredients. Right. Yeah, no, we all know. And then goes. the listener's got to work out which one of the yeah. ingredients I say petrol. isn't an actual um, ingredient. Petrol. Ingredients. Yeah. Coconut, brackets, 100%. <laughs> Petrol. <laughs> so have a listen to them. Wind it back if you have to. Wind it back if you have to, and um, and then we'll see if we were a prize. Are you eating it now? Is that okay, a bit of coconut, man? Yeah, a bit petroly. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a red herring. <laughs> oh, I, I thought I knew what the rogue ingredient was, but I've got a bit of petrol now. 
In fact, it tastes more of petrol than anything else. Oh, it might just be a pot full of petrol. I can't taste any coconut in that. Well, what could be the rogue ingredient, ladies and gentlemen? But is all this a bit of a red herring and all? Yeah, it's all very mysterious. Does it just taste of coconut? Yeah. Yes, it does. I'd be another rogue ingredient next week. Mm, petrol. There won't be another rogue ingredient. It's always petrol. Oh, do you know? There'll be another food next week. Right. And you'll say petrol in the middle of the list of ingredients. What if we don't? Well, then that's fine. You can use another another rogue ingredient. All right, we'll, ideal. Stop, we'll stop slagging me off <laughs> before I've even done it. Well, no, you've done it already. No, but you're saying that next week I'm going to do it as well, you're saying. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you are. It'll be petrol again. Yeah, but what if I don't do it? Well, you're, then, well done. Yeah, but you're slagging me off now. I'm not slagging you off. I'm saying, I'm saying it will probably be petrol. I had a dream last night that I was on a big one at Blackpool, but they rebuilt it went on it only one dip that was it oh, shit. got off and was like that's not what the big one's like looked round and it was like half a big one was missing oh that's annoying yeah was it, is, there? it is annoying but you can't get cross with Blackpool now yeah. for that right. it's not happened yet no mate yeah. it's not just an idea I've had at random yeah it's because for the last seven weeks you've done this section and said petrol well first so off, it's you, three weeks I can't say the sun's going to come up tomorrow and you go well, you can't say that it's not come up yet one day it might not one day it might not nothing is certain yeah well, but you can when you you're can, around especially you can pre- you can get as close as you can get to certainty through empirical facts right yeah but empirical facts not facts might, knowledge alright empirical knowledge might just be something you've that you're dreaming no it's constant it might be no you might now be asleep everything you know so far might have been a 12 year old girl's dream no no you might be a 12 year old girl you can't say for a fact you're not you might be a 12 year old girl that's dreaming that she is a like, big fat 20 whatever year old you're alright <laughs> she's dreaming that but she's also dreamt your entire life but then why would you be saying this then to me that's part of the dream like inception it's part of the dream is it yeah I don't even exist maybe so she's dreaming you and me I might be the fantasy of a 12 year old girl that's, mate, that's mate, what I'm saying I'm looking at you yeah and I'm telling you now you are not the fantasy of a 12 year old Girl. It was the fantasy of a 12 year old girl then? Justin Bieber. All you right. had a fantasy of a 45 year old woman from Rotherham who hasn't got out of bed for six months. What sort of Rotherham? Horrible place. We've got fans in Rotherham. Oh yeah, we've got Nigel. Yeah, Nigel. Yeah. Ed just said you live in a horrible place. Right, listen to this. <laughs> How old's Peter Andre? Uh, I don't know, late 30s. Probably roughly the same age as me. Yeah. Welcome all the Dolly Birds like him. They, you, you look a bit different to Peter Andre. I've got as good a personality. You've got a better personality, and uh, let me tell you, some Doddy Birds prefer you. Yeah, Peter Andre. yeah thank you very much. Sorry. We've just watched a bit of Peter Andre's programme. Yeah, but... Peter Andre, Happy to Help. I could do that programme. Happy to Help. Yeah, I'm Ray sure Peacock, it... Happy to Help. No, I don't think it was called Happy to Help, was it? What was it called? Here to Help. Here to Help. He looked a bit pissed off to be helping at times. He wasn't right. happy. Here to Help, Happy to Help. Either way, it's going to be what's on his badge in three years. <laughs> So it's nice that they're predicting it now, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to do this programme, Peter Andre here be to help. It. I'd love it to be like Ray Peacock here to help. Oh, right, what, would you do? what sort of things would you help out with? Just do what he does, just go and bargain with places for free stuff. Yeah, all right. Say, so look, all right, you I'll be, be, you I'll be, be a, a shop, shop owner. All right, and Hello, I'll sir, come on in. All right, mate, I'm just doing this thing, this tele-programme for a living. Yeah. And I've met this woman yeah. down there, she's wrote in. She's had a baby that she shouldn't have had. Oh. Like, it's ruined her life. <laughs> She's not getting out. She's got no friends or anything like that. Yeah. And I've I've said stupidly I'll help out. Yeah. Because I'm doing a program for a living, as yeah. I said. Basically, she needs some straw for a bedroom. <laughs> and you sell straw here, don't you? Yes, we right. sell it. Yeah. I'm not allowed to buy it. That's part okay, of the rules well, of the program. Can you just leave. No, listen though. Just pop yourself out the, no, out, the sh- out the shop. The rules of the program is I can't buy it, but right. I've got a barter for it. I'll do something for you. Right. Um, for, for the hay, I'll I'll do anything for the hay. You do anything for the hay, would you? Yeah. Okay. Let's have a look at that. Right. This is, you know, this is unliving, though. It's well, I'm living my life. Right. 
Got to get it where I can. Okay, I like it. Hang on, Sheila. You get the the hay ready for Mr. Peacock. Oh, Sheila's gonna. Hi, Sheila. Go around the back. Get the hay ready. Um, um, and I get and I get the hay at the end of this. You get the hay at the end. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay, here we are. One strand of hay. <laughs> right, I need... I sort well, of need if a, you I, rewind the tape, you'll notice you didn't specify how much hay you wanted. I need quite a lot of hay for... How many more strands do you want? She's had a baby. Right, bend over. God. I'm here to help. <laughs> oh, Ray Peacock, I'm here to help. <laughs> oh, I'm here to help. <laughs> God. There's another strand. I wish I'd stayed with Jordan. I'd love you to do that programme as well, mate. Yeah, it'd be a laugh, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> Come here while I give you a freebie. Should do an army update, really. Yeah, we should do. Um, there has been a bit of movement. They, well, a people, little bit, a little yeah, bit of movement. People getting back into position. Yeah, just slowly. They're readjusting. They're um, they've got over their uh, their hot the horrors of the war. Yeah, yeah. And now they're they're, they're just back, back into in, society. Coming back in for their second tour. Yeah. Um, I will mention a few people this week who've been uh, telling us stuff on peacockandgamble dot com on yep. the forum. Also, a very honorary mention to Thomas van der Rey. Is it Ray or Ray? Ray, Ray. Thomas van der Rey. Venderay. He's not South African, mate. Ven- yeah, no, but the accent comes from Holland. Thomas. The 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 accent, the, it, it's broad, like it's it's from the um well, anyway, same region. Thomas is Holland. There, well, there was a lot of there was a lot of migration from Holland to South Africa, I believe, yeah, or well, the other way around. Well, Thomas is Hollandish. Um, Dutch. It, yeah, it's from Holland. Welsh. Yeah, I know Welsh. <laughs> Uh, but Thomas has been doing music for uh, for us for a while now, really. He's done like, little bits and bobs of music that we did in the live shows. Yeah. And we asked him last minute. He's done the I Will Follow Him thing. Yeah, that I Will Follow Him, the one that's on the trailer on, yeah. on YouTube, and yeah. the QR trailer one. And he's also done a song for our show, which we just decided we wanted in the show yeah. at the last minute. Yeah, and he just went and did it. Yeah, we wrote the lyrics and he's composed it. Yeah. And done an amazing job on it. Yeah. And even with all our changes and stuff. So a big, big thank you to Thomas. Yeah. And can you also give him a rank for the army? Dutch master. Dutch master. Yeah. Piano. Yeah. Dutch master piano, you are. Dutch right? master piano. Yeah, I added a bit to it. Right. Because <laughs> there was a bit, a bit of piano in his thing, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to hear what Thomas composed for us, then why not come to see Peacock and Gamble Emergency Broadcast? Yes, please. At one of the live dates or up at the Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah. From the 3rd to the 28th of August. At the Pleasance Dome. Losing money already. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you're not allowed to say that. I know, doing very, very well. Yeah. Right, so Mike Laserbeam has been doing some stuff on Yahoo Answers, oh, which good. probably hasn't been very helpful. <laughs> so give him, give him something. Yeah. Um. Like, all right, Laser Beam. All right, you're a Laser Beam, Mike Laser Beam. All right, yeah. Lazy Beam. Yeah, Lazy Beam. Because all that's all you've been doing. You're just entertaining yourself. Yeah, you're Mike Lazy Beam. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Sterling has been carrying on doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. He yet again wins the Jim Sterling Sterling Work Award. Yeah, Sterling Work Award. Also, Jim Sterling. Uh, other way around here, we mentioned Destructoid, the website you work for, in an interview with Nintendo Magazine. Today. Yeah. The official Nintendo in- Magazine. In- official Nintendo Magazine. We mentioned Destructoid, so we've done more for you. Yeah, a bit of cross pollination there. Yeah, but still Sterling Work Award for the week. Yeah, with the Jim Sterling Sterling Work Award earrings. Um. <laughs> Aquatol. Your bits you had don't work. Oh, they're all right. <laughs> Aquatol, I'm going to do some photoshops with you on, on my internet and put them up on site. Right, so you're going to do it. They haven't yeah. done it yet. Yeah. He's going to do Rayonhead as the X-Men. The X-Men as Rayonhead. Ray as basketball. What the fuck's that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Why is it Raya's a basketball? It's a fat get and all. Yeah, Gamble but it's tall, so... Raya's dealed box. What does that mean? Deal or no deal box. All right. Edda's petrol. Twin <laughs> towers. Brilliant. Yeah, so that'll... <laughs> That should certainly get us Thanks. more listeners you, and plenty of people coming to you the win, show. You, you, you win the vague and nearly Jack Rebel award. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, because Jack Rebel's coming up. Uh, oh, is he? Has he put something recently? Um, Carl underscore Pilkington. So it's Carl Pilkington who says his name is. And also we need to apologise to him because he got quite heavily out of pocket. Yeah, after the, the Well and Garden City cancellation. Yeah, when the Well and Garden City cancelled our show, we didn't cancel it. The yeah. theatre cancelled it. And he'd, he'd splashed out already. But apparently he came to my gig in London. D- yeah. Didn't say hello, though. Oh. So you should have said hello next time you see any of us around come and say hello and we'll get you a pint to say sorry for a silly old venue yeah that's that's Ed for me just leave me alone oh no but only if we're together oh if we're together that's fine yeah because I'm a prick when I'm on my own you're a violent drunk and all very violent drunk yeah. Carl Pilkington handed out 250 flyers at the London Film and Comic Con last weekend well, that'll do does that make me a captain or not he said captain captain's a bit high isn't that's it? a bit strong isn't it for 250 flyers yeah leaflet I mean, bitch yeah yeah you are a leaflet bitch Carl Pilkington <laughs> That's really good work, though. Yeah, it's not bad. But you are a leaflet bit. 250 isn't a lot, though, is it? Well, it's 250. In reality. 250 more than we've done. Well, it's 250 that he's made himself as well. Right. It's like we paid for him an office. Is it, it? Now, now, it's more effort if he's drawn them all, if he's hand-drawn them all. Yeah, can you verify that? At the moment, you're a leaflet bitch, but if you drew them all, then we might <laughs> we might make you into a leaflet upper-class lady. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Jack Rebels put something here. I see, this is new. Yeah, there is a guy that does draws for the Beano that lives in the town I live near. <laughs> Right? Kev F. Comic Art dot blogspot dot com. And I know, that's Kev F. Sutherland, isn't it? Doesn't he do the socks? Yeah, yeah. I know him anyway. <laughs> and uh, that guy, we should try and make him listen to the podcast. I believe he has listened to the podcast. And make a Peacock and Gamble comic. Right? Jack. <laughs> it's getting a bit past the joke now, isn't it? <laughs> if he draws for the Beano, he doesn't make the Beano, Jack. <laughs> so we, don't, we can't really get a man who can just draw a bit to make a comic. <laughs> Print it up, get it in the shops and paid for it. It doesn't yeah. really work like that. Does he want it to be in the shops, though, or does he just want it as a little... And also, why does Jack Rebel always say things like, we should make him? Yeah, let's make <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, let's make him. Yeah. Let's get him in the back of a van. Right, you know the fun day times, right? <laughs> we changed that to the Peacock and Gamble times. Yeah. yeah, that's what we should try and do. Yeah. So Jack, again, as always... Lovely suggestion. Lovely suggestion. You pop yourself up against that yeah. wall. Get up against that oh, wall. Are you still Jack. there? You're oh, still there. still there, Jack. Oh, stay against that wall, Jack. Uh, no shootings this week. <laughs> it is just an up- army update, and next week we'll come back and we'll see whether you've managed to get Kev F. Sutherland. <laughs> to, to make... If you can make him do a comic, Jack, I'll take all this back. Yeah, we'd love the comic. And by the way, he lives near you, so it's a bit more convenient for you than it is for us. But thanks for your help, and let's carry on with the army into next week. Building it all up for Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah. Sell four more tickets, come on, just four more. Load up your guns, fire them in the air, get all the attention, Edinburgh Fringe. Ed, if I was dying, would you look after me? Yeah. What would you do? What are you dying of? I don't know if I am or not. (laughs) I don't think I am, I don't feel like I'm dying particularly. No No more than normal anyway. Well, don't say that, mate, because a lot of your stand-up set is, or I think I'm dying and is to some of the things I've done. Yeah, so if I now say I'm probably not, don't I say, hang on a minute, you still on the podcast, you would think you're alright now. Yeah, (laughs) so we're not coming anymore. Yeah, well, I'm drinking lots of coffee now, hopefully Um, that will break my kidneys. I would look after you, mate. Oh, thanks, mate. But is it like poo-poo-wee-wee looking after? That might end up, that might end up being part of it. I'd hire someone if that was it. What? Mate, I would not wipe your ass. 
Why? I'd be not, sick. Not for fun, but if... No, I know not for fun, but I would be sick. If I was incapacitated, if I actually... Then couldn't... you wouldn't care either way, would you? But that's not really the point, is it? It's more about being looked after. I don't want to wipe your bum. Mate, I would do... Do you know what? If you were... We'd sort out a pulley rag system. How do you mean? Like a Wallace and Gromit machine for wiping your bum. We'd sort something out like that, because I'm not doing it like normal. Why would you not do it? Because I will be sick. Can you not just concentrate on me for a minute? And just think, oh, the poor the poor man. That's why I feel so... Like, sumo it, wrestling. He done a, he done Sumo a... wrestlers have people who do it for them because they can't, they can't do it. reach them. Yeah. yeah, but that's from being greedy, isn't it? No, it's from being one of the finest sports people that the world produces. A lot of them are just always caning all the hamburgers and that, aren't they? Yeah, so no they wonder are. they can't wipe their bums, the big fat, fat, fat. <laughs> Oh, can, please, can you wipe my bum? I wouldn't if wipe... It comes I'd that. wipe your mouth uh, if you dribbled the, applesauce. What's the difference in my mouth and my bum? They're both orifices. Um, yeah, but your bum stinks of shit. How do you know? I've never been anywhere near it. Because you will have just done a shit, so I'll be wiping shit away from your anus. Yeah, but I'll be on nil by mouth, so it'll probably just be a lot of liquid. Are you, you'll be on nil by mouth? Probably, by that point. You'll never be on nil by mouth, yeah. <laughs> might be, mate, if I get that ill. No, you wouldn't be on nil by mouth. I'll have a drip in my arm, and then it's, it'll just be liquid coming out of my bum. Yeah, no, you'd try and eat the drip. <laughs> Right, what we're going to have, right? Here's what's going to happen. Right, you're going to be my helper. Right. Okay. Now, just because we know we don't want don't get to clean up a bed or anything like that. No. So we will cut an hole in the mattress. Right. And my bum sticks out. <laughs> um. So I'd be laying my back. My bum is sticking through the hole. Yeah. And then when they're doing my business, which is which is just a stream of liquid. Right. <laughs> out of my bum. Right. Yeah. See I'm, if you can make it through this section. I'll be catheterised at the front. Right. Right? But there'll be a stream of liquid out the back. Yeah, a stream of liquid, yeah. Um, Which you then get underneath the bed. Right. <laughs> bucket. Right. Now, can we not just leave the bucket there? Yeah, you can, I suppose. But, yeah. th- but then there might be different times where it's angled differently. Right, okay. I won't know. I'll be so, no, if I'll we be put, so out if of it. If we put hard plastic round the hole, then if it just it'll bounce oh. off whatever angle it's Oh, thanks hit. a lot, mate. Put some hard plastic all around the hole that I've got to live on. Right. No, right? but you don't feel that bit. Don't worry about my comfort. I'm just no, because it'll be invalid. just covering the hole. Or even the bucket could be within the mattress and then just sprays well, out anyway, whatever direction after, after it's I've done right. it, after I've done all that, yeah. you take that away, yeah. then you will need could to... It, all you need I'll to dispose do of it. I'll pour it down the yeah, toilet. Yeah, but my bum then will have bits of the liquid on it. The hairdryer. We'll put a hairdryer down there as well. Fine. And then we dry your bottom like yeah, that. dry it and then chip it off. No, because... No, it'll clean just it dry. Off. No, you've got to clean liquid, it, mate. No, no mate, that's still be germs. Mate, I don't know if you've noticed something about liquid. If you dry it, it evaporates. It doesn't go hard. Yeah, that's pure liquid. If you wash it... This will have bits of like... Oh, God. This will have bits of gristle and stuff in it. Right, well, I'm not looking after you. Already, this you're like, not even ill, and you're being too demanding. There's not like little bits of chewed up food in it. But you're not having food. No, mate, I'm going to put this request in for you now. Right. When I am in that situation, and you're looking after me, right, right at the home that we have, well, if we're in, right, if you're in a home, then you yeah. don't need looking after Our me. home. Right. Listen to what oh, we're Oh, we're living together now, yeah. are we? Our home. We're living together because <laughs> I'm seeing you out until your death. Our home that has been converted with all poles and things so I can get a bag. Mate, I'm not sharing a flat with you and turning it's it not, into a hospice. It's not a flat. What is it? Bungalow. It's like a little bungalow. It's like, but it looks like a gymnasium a lot of the rooms. Where is it? What? Where is it? Sorry. <laughs> so, right, when we are living there, when I've got my drip in, because I will have a drip. All that, the time. That goes into my mouth. What's the drip giving you? For food. Right. Nourishment. Right. You need it to live. Uh. <laughs> Right, what I would like you to do... I don't even know what you've got. What have you got? Because I'm on nil by mouth, if you would, as my friend, as my friend and confidant, yeah. I would like it, as my companion, yeah. as what's what they say in the North, yeah. when they're in a relationship with somebody but they don't want people to know. <laughs> so they refer to the other person as their companion. Right, okay. I'm trying to think of some other example, but the only example I can think of at the moment doesn't apply to it. Right. To what I just said, because that's Jimmy Savile, who has his companion... Um, is it Bill the Pill? I don't know. He's a chemist. Oh, right, he, yeah. He was on the Louis Theroux programme right. with him. Yeah, Bill 
Fill the pill, throw him in, fill the pill. <laughs> and uh, I believe that was his companion. It's my companion. But um, of course that doesn't apply to no. Jimmy Savile, who um, as far as I'm aware is a heterosexual man. Yeah. So when we are living together, using my companion, can yeah. you, what I'm saying is, can you chew up some meat and put it in my drip? No. No, because I'm not allowed. that'll clog the drip up. I'm not allowed to eat stuff in my mouth because yeah. of my illness. And there's a reason for that. I'm not, I'll, I'll liquidise. If you properly chew it up though. I'm not chewing it up. I'm not a mother bird. Right. Mate. Right. I'm, I'm going to pay someone to look after Can you. Can I ask you now, is there anything you will do for me if I'm ill? Pay for someone to look after you. That's not helping, is it? Yes, it is. That's not. You'll get your power of attorney about at that point anyway. I've got, I've got a life to live. Oh, I've right. got to get on with my life. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've got to get on with your life. I'm not slopping out your mattress bucket. Oh, yeah, sorry, no. Sorry, don't, don't worry about it, mate. Don't worry, I'll wipe my own bum in my mind. Well, that's fine, you I'll know. just think about it. You let me get chap cheeks. The power of imagination is a wonderful no, thing. You leave me there with chap cheeks. <laughs> After I have done a runny poo through the hole in my bed, yeah, and you won't even chew up some meat to put in my drip. Right. Well, I just think that's disgusting, mate. Yeah. Well, I, I, think, I, well, I think everyone listening to this now thinks it's disgusting that you wouldn't help. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. What? Please uh, feel free to write in if you're willing to uh, wipe Ray's bottom. Right. That's a good competition. <laughs> if you're willing to look after me in Until my death while I'm dying, and my final few months could be a year, whatever it'll be. Yeah. Please write in and just tell us what you'd be willing to do. Yeah. All right. And and let's not forget, yeah. I am a man with needs. <laughs> so there might be ladies out there who are thinking, well, I, w- I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I wouldn't mind giving you a quick... Think um, about him now and think, how attracted are you to him now? Yeah, think about how attracted so I am now. So you think that's nice. You think that's nice. Now imagine him uh, as a sort of vegetable shitting through a hole yeah, in a bed imagine <laughs> with chewed up steak in a drip. <laughs> so imagine that. Does that make yeah. you more turned on Imagine me just lay there all vulnerable for you. Yeah. Just like a lump of meat with an erection. Yeah. <laughs> It won't, it won't be erect. You'll have to limp tug it. I don't, to be honest with you, I don't mind if you get one of those stirrers from Starbucks and gaffer tape it round it. <laughs> like, like a splint. Yeah. Oh, where all this has come from. Yeah. Well, maybe it's my way to tell you I'm ill. <laughs> I'm checking my options. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to do oh, it. Uh, fa- yeah, to... fa- thanks, Bruce. Just pop, the, then... pop, my sh- pop my shopping down in the kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Bruce. Cheers, man. <laughs> yep, yeah, see you next Tuesday. Oh, no, Ed. Hello. It just missed Bruce Forsyth. You, you can't call him a cunt. I didn't. Listen back, I think you finally called him a cunt. He did it in one of them clever ways that people do it. What did I say? You give him a see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah. Very clever, yeah. Oh, Brucey. Yeah. Oh, Brucey. Right, see if you think this is arrogant. Back right? on your moped. Right, but and by the way, this is going to be a Brucey special because um, our disastrous non-preview in Enfield was supposed to be in the Bruce Forsyth Auditorium. Yeah, the Bruce Forsyth Auditorium. I think if Bruce Forsyth knew how they were running that theatre, yeah. he would be livid once yeah, he, he would got be, his end round what we were on about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm starting to get pissed off with Brucey. I don't know about anyone else. I think he's getting away with things now because he's old. Right. Right? He has not stopped banging on about becoming a sir yeah. for ages. He was on Alan Carr's Chatty Man, right? Was he? Okay, well, I mean, and all it was was... You're making oh, a rod for your own back. <laughs> oh... Oh, people say that they're really surprised. It's like, no, they're not, Bruce. Did he not mention Betty, his wife? <laughs> <laughs> right, and see if you think this is arrogant. And everyone I've spoken to about this seems to think it's all right for someone to say this. But if this was a younger man, I'd go mental about it. Right. Go, oh, I was at Wimbledon. Right, I won't do, do the, the voice. No, do yeah. the voice. Uh, I, was, I was at Wimbledon and I went to sit down. Right, about 12,000 people there. And we walked <laughs> And yeah. we were walking to our seats, and there was a, there was someone started clapping. I can't do his voice. At I all. know, but I'm enjoying your time. Yeah, Keep yeah. Going. you listen to the story as well. I am listening to the story. As and well. someone started clapping, and yeah. then suddenly everyone was clapping. I thought all the, I thought all the players must have come on, and I turned round, and they were all clapping me. 
And if someone said that, just in normal <laughs> conversation, you go shut up. You know what I mean? If Bruce Force had, had Twitter, yeah. you'd unfollow him. You would unfollow him, yeah. <laughs> Bruce Forsyth was on I Twitter. I mean, probably because he puts the same thing every day. <laughs> yeah, bless him. But, but is that not him being humble, though? Is it saying, oh, and it was a surprise? No, because that's just dropping it in. But even if... Because the person I was with was going, no, he's surprised about it. He's surprised about it. Yeah. But he wasn't. No, perhaps not. He wasn't. I remember when they did a, a tribute to... What was it a tribute to? It was, it was some sort of... It was a BBC thing when they... Uh, it was like 50 years or 70 years of something or other. Yeah. And Reeves and Mortimer recreated the Mortimer and Wise uh, sketch with Tom Jones. Okay. Where they were going, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tom Jones was singing and they yeah, kept, yeah. And in the original one, Mortimer and Wise popped in yeah. doing the yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, it wasn't really particularly funny to begin yeah. with. It, just, it was like it was a, a nice fun song bit. and dance thing, yeah. But it's revered, you know, it's considered yeah. as, as one of the classic things mm-hmm. as most of Mortimer and Wise stuff is. And Reeves and Mortimer did it. Very badly advised to do that, I think. Yeah, of course, you know? yeah. But they, and I remember that they cut to the audience. Yeah. And I, I specifically remember Brucey with a face like thunder. Really? Like, absolutely livid. <laughs> Even though it was being filmed, he was literally just, yeah. like, proper eye in the mob. I'd love yeah. to find that bit of footage. Yeah. Again, it'd be like, proper like, I'm going to pay someone to have these Because no one was clapping him when he sat down. No, that's what it is. He expects a round of applause whenever he sits down. To be honest, now, at his age... I when he stands I, up. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a massive clap when he stands up. Yeah. Well done, Brucey. Yeah. Because that might be the last one. Oh, I don't like this um, this age bashing on Bruce Forsyth. No, it's not age bashing. Because he's not that sort of loopy, is he? You know, he's I like... might have said this before on the podcast. If you watch him on Strictly Come Dancing, he does one of his lines, and when someone else is doing something or talking, you look at him, and I think he has just died for a bit. Right. And then they send a little shock through him. Like, he's just looking off like like he wants to be at home on the sofa. Well, I don't see, I don't watch it, so I can't really comment on it. With his fit wife! He has got a fit <laughs> wife, hasn't he? <laughs> Say what you like about Bruce Forsyth, but when he gets home, he's got some poon waiting down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, nice one, Brucey. Get in, Brucey, yeah, Nice to see you. To see you, yeah, nice. Nice to see every last little bit of you. <laughs> nice to see them. That is nice to see them. Yeah, cuddly toy. Yeah. Nice funny. Yeah, I will. I will put. Um, I will put my Brucey bonus up your cuddly toy. In <laughs> a minute, and don't even care. Oh, go on, Brucey, get in there. Get in there, Bruce Forsyth! Congratulations on your knighthood, Sir Bruce. Sir Bruce, well done on your knighthood. <laughs> get, get right in there with your knighthood. Put your knighthood right up her duchess. What is she now? Lady. lady. Ooh, you've got a proper nice lady there at home for your knighthood, haven't you? <laughs> oh, you'd be a nice knight tonight if you play your cards right and get that penis right in that lady. Yeah, don't, oh, don't strictly come dancing. Yeah, I'll get a generation game. <laughs> I will... I'll generate a game yeah. on your wife at home. I mean, she's a lot older than she was now, isn't she? And that's it from us this week here on the Peacock and Gamble podcast. Right. Right. Coming up next is um, Alex Jones's Smooth Hour of Motown. So what? So you're now doing the radio thing? Yeah, I'm trying. trying After my best. slagging me off when I started. I didn't off, slag didn't you it? off. I just if you want to be on the radio, then we've got to try. Coming up next is. But then I thought we decided we didn't want to be on the radio anymore. Well, no, I do. So, oh, you're going to do the radio on your own? No, with you. You're my comedy sidekick. I'm like. Oh my, you're sidekick. I'm. I do all the. Coming up next, it's the. Smooth no. hour of Motown, and then you go. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> Great, you've spat all down your front. You're my sidekick. No, but you're in in the radio world of radio. I'm the smooth DJ, obviously, and you're. I've the... been a, I've been a real life DJ. Yeah, life. and how did that work out? Not very well. I got yeah, sacked. Exactly. 
because <laughs> he should have been the comedy sidekick. That's because BBC London were a bit behind the times. Right, okay. If BBC London, if, if BBC London was still going now, they, are, they, they right? would have me on in an heartbeat, I bet. Aren't they going? They are going, No, they? they're not. They are, I think. I, d- I doubt that they're right, on anymore. Right, So, if they were on now, then right. they would have me on it. Right, well... They'd have me back, is what I'm saying. Right. Please, can BBC London, if you're listening, can I call, <laughs> Look, I, I promise I'll behave myself yeah, this time. No, but BBC London, this might be a more, uh, a, a better proposition. Hello, it's Ed Gamble here. It's the Ed Gamble Hour. Uh, over to the right of me, I've got uh, Funny Ray. Here he is, Funny Ray, doing his Trumps wearing a big baby costume. <laughs> That's it, Funny Ray. Oh, God. That's it, Funny Ray. Do your do your funny song. I'm a stupid little fat boy. Yes, you are, Funny Ray. I have got an ugly face. <laughs> yes, you do, Ray. <laughs> I just rubbish his thing on this radio show. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Please, can I come back on it, BBC London? Coming up next, we've got an interview with Take That. Oh, what? <laughs> this is a fair, that's three weeks running now. <laughs> come on, Funny Ray. All right, I'm Do sorry. a poo in your pants for Mark Owen. There you go, Marky. Oh, look, it looks like a caterpillar. The Peacock and Gamble podcast was devised and performed by Ray Peacock and Ed Gamble. All music by the Tiger Lilies, except for the last one, which is performed by Frank Sidebottom. The Peacock and Gamble podcast is a ready production hosted by Chortle.co.uk. See you next week. <laughs>